Monster, welcome to your doom. It's been a while since we've had a monster episode, but this is the big one. This is the real life monster road trip part one episode. Good. And here on the show tonight, we've got Ryan, my co-host. Oh, buddy. And who? <laughs> it's my Bigfoot hairy hand Albert, I got from the road trip. Albert bought this Bigfoot, uh, like one of those claw hands, and he's been trying to eat, not near the equipment. Not, okay. it, doesn't, it doesn't really grab much. Um, but it's hairy. And it's the best looking It's the best looking one of these types of things you've ever seen. It is really good looking. So you're going to bring that to, to the Hampton, Hamptons this weekend? Yeah. I've got to impress some uh, you Al- know, wealthy parents. Albert thinks he's better than us. Oh, with this? No, (laughs) with the Bigfoot hand. Oh, right, yeah. Because you're going to um, Well, maybe they'll be like, you're like the son I never had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you let me know if they say that to you. Um, Cool. So, yeah, uh, it's been a while since we've done a Dubia Monster episode, but... On purpose. As you um, heard on our last, uh, our, uh, our nautical episode that we put out a couple weeks ago... We were on our official, our first official Dubia Monster road trip, where we we basically focused on the the southern eastern corridor of the right. country, uh, United States of America, of course. Yes, and we did a big old loop de loop over the course of fourteen days, and uh, we went monster hunting, and we found some shit, people. Yes, we've we found more than we could have hoped to bargain for. Do you feel that way? Well, it's just that's the magic of the road, isn't it? Just man, like everything that happens along the way, so wonderful, so exciting. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of good stuff, a lot of nice people, a lot of good barbecue, surprising amount of nice people. It was that southern hospitality. <laughs> they were very hospitable. They really were. Uh, so we're gonna go. Th- we're gonna go through our trip with you guys today, and basically, um, we're giving you the route. This is yeah. you can you and your family can jump into the old uh, jalopy, jalopy, and and go for you can a do trip. This shit. Yeah, you. I mean, look. Especially, we feel like a lot of you are probably Philadelphians. You can leave tomorrow. You can leave tomorrow. Leave tonight. We've already figured it out for you. And and it's it's road tested. It works. The the, the 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 route's good. The hours are good. The food's good. Everything's good. Everything's and if you good. want, yeah, if you want more information than what we offer here, then all you have to do you email us at don'tbeanidiom at gmail We'll give you all of the campgrounds Beautiful we stayed itinerary. at, the best restaurants to go while you're while you're out and about. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, we got spooked out a couple times. We did. <laughs> you know, you're, you're living in all this like, creepy shit all the time, and uh, then at night when you're like. You know, walk into the bathroom through the woods. You're like, oh man, I've got the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I know, I got scared I did. a couple I, times. I, like, when's the last time you've been like creeped out? It happened. Know, it's been a while, multiple times on this trip. But you know, we're like, we're like driving. You know, about like four, four to six hours a day usually, and we're like, you know, talking about monsters. We're looking for monsters, and then all then. Sunsets, you know, our tents are set up. We camped, I think we camped nine out of the 14 days. 
which is commendable. Um, thank you. And this section of the road trip. So yeah. basically, what we were originally going to try to do this this whole thing in we were going to do half of the country, uh, you know, the East Coast first, and then the, you know the West Coast, and that was just like a little bit too. Um, it was a little bit too overambitious, I think. Yeah, so we decided perhaps. we're gonna do we're gonna do the country in four parts. And really, I think we started with the right corner because it's gonna be the hottest, sweatiest corner. It was hot. It was. There were a lot of uh, restless nights in the swampy swamp heat. Yeah, like you 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 just laid down in your tent, sweating, and you said to yourself, "Well." This is uh, there's nothing I can do. Hopefully, morning comes soon. And it didn't. No, it took. A, it didn't. <laughs> it never did. No. All right. So we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But um. So we're just gonna. This is this is part one, as Albert said, and uh, we're gonna do the second part um, uh, next. Obviously, right? Because it was a two week trip. So we just we're breaking this thing up. We're doing the first and half today. Listen, we got a lot of monsters for you. So. Should we get some some music, some yeah, some sort of it. like? Uh, and now, what you've all been waiting for? All right, there's like so everyone enjoyed that song, I think, right? <laughs> right. That's the all right. So the monster road trip, day one, we're going to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now we live in Philadelphia. We're not even leaving the state. Not even leaving the state. But, Pits- but, but Pennsylvania is big. But we needed to get west because we needed to get far west so we could go south. So we went over to Pittsburgh. We hung out with my cousin Kaylee and her husband Greg, who I guess is my cousin. In law, he's my cousin now. Is he cousin in law? Well, no, that would be like my sister's cousin. Because they're married on her husband's side. Twice removed. Twice removed. I guess he's just my cousin now. Really? Yeah. Right. That's how if it works. Someone marries your cousin, they become your cousin. Yeah. Call in. I don't think so. <laughs> I think he's your cousin in law. Cousin in law. Anyway, how fun was that? Very fun, wonderful hosts. They were amazing. Up hosts. for anything. Wow, they were so fun, and um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about some of the places they brought us. But we thought that we would um, start the trip since we were going west anyway, with a visit to the Night of the Living Dead Cemetery, which was in Evans City, Pennsylvania, right outside of Pittsburgh. We may have, uh, you know, we recreated some scenes. We might have desecrated some graves. Desecrated some graves. But you can just get right up in there. It is fucking free. <laughs> That's a free. <laughs> That's you a know free stop. Most of these stops are free. A lot of them are free, yes. <laughs> this is not your big Empire State Building, no. Grand Canyon sort of thing. No. These are free bees. Yeah. So um, so we went get to the, the Night of the Living Dead Cemetery, and then we went to our, our place in Pittsburgh. And we thought that would be the end of the monster vibes in our Pittsburgh trip because we didn't really have that was uh, it like that well and that was good though Night, Night of the Living Dead Cemetery is great yeah but, but then we ended up stumbling across see here's the thing about Yelp you, you think that all the good stuff that you, you put in dive bars or vampire bars or goth bars because those are the those are kind of our go-tos now. That, mm-hmm. like, Because I, I never thought to look up goth bars but goth bar could be really fun <laughs> you know but anyway so when you um when you when you do that, I learned a lesson here. We we learned we learned a lot of lessons on this trip oh, about good. road tripping. And after a second swipe through on the Yelp in Pittsburgh for like dive bars or weirdo places, it was like twenty down the line. Yeah. And Jekyll and Hyde's bar that's right showed up, and well, that's the, a classic, you know, monster. That's a classic monster, you know, yeah, right there. And Victorian man, Gothic. 
the bar. We so so your cousins. Yeah, we're nice enough to whatever they are. We're nice enough to to get us out there. Yeah, and uh, the the bar was so cool because it was this tiny little spot, but it was completely Halloween themed. Twenty four, yeah. you know, twelve months a year. Yeah, it was really cool. I mean, I was not happy with the music. The I love the aesthetic. Enough. I love the aesthetic. So what I did was I took over the jukebox, right. and put on some spooky Halloween rock and roll music, right. You got your Warren Zevon Werewolves of London. You got your White Zombie. You got your Misfits. It's easy. Right. Just have that playing all the time. Then the bartender girl thought she was helping you by adding in a lot of Fleetwood Mac or something. But I, then, then she, 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 I get you. I get what she was doing. She, yeah, you know, she witchy was like, vibes. It was very, yeah, it was good. Yeah, but I feel like she might have cut off some of your songs. She she did. She did one of the skips, <laughs> one of the pay to skip. So, but we were very. But impressed. it was very nice. They um. That bar was amazing. They also had really, every, they had a whole uh, list of themed drinks. Yeah, I got, and, I got the zombie, I and think. And I got the spooky juice. Spooky juice and, and zombie And apparently some drinks. of these drinks have like fingers in them we or like not, other like toys, like yeah. monster, like vampire fangs and stuff. We didn't get those. Yeah, I don't know if they were like out of them or they were just like, <laughs> we just didn't order right. No, I don't think we ordered right. But it was great. Awesome. So day one. Night of the Living Dead Cemetery, the Jekyll and Hyde Bar. That was a bonus. That's all in Pennsylvania. Day two, what you got for us? Day two, we are heading to Loveland, Ohio to find out all about the Frogman. Frog Man. Now, maybe some of you have never heard of the Frogman before. I know I sure have What? Well, not before this trip. Who's never, oh, who's heard, never of heard of the Frogman? Frog right. <laughs> well, you're in for a treat, but before we get to the Frogman, we... Uh, we we stopped it. I love a rest stop, right? You know, this, the, those mm. you, the ones that are on the road. You, you don't want to take an exit. It's all, it's just that you pull off. It's right there. Yeah, I love those. But they, they're not everywhere. We realize we, yeah. only some states have those. I know that was kind of a realization. Even though we've we've road tripped, this is like our fifth one, I guess. But yeah, like a lot of a lot of states, you need to pull off the highway, go to the gas right. station, which is usually. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare. I like a rest stop. You do like that. It's meant just for that. See, you grab a magazine and says, Oh, this is all about Ohio here. So so we we pull into the rest stop and grab this magazine, like, oh do you know but you look they make uh, buckeyes here and you know, it's a fancy <laughs> ice cream place inside of a train or whatever. But uh they were like, Oh man, there's this place that has a Bigfoot statue uh in this Visitor center. Well, it was like a. It was like a really nice. It was, it was a state like, park visitor center. Yeah, but the building itself was. Remember, it was called. It was like a giant fork. log cabin. Yeah, it was. It was. It, was it, it reminded me more of anything else that I've ever seen of, um, like the Great Northern. In, yeah. Um, Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Anyway, so it, it turns out it was only fifteen minutes from where we were. So we were like, oh, let's make this. Let's go check it out. This is our first Bigfoot thing. We didn't expect to see him until the second half of the of, of the, the road trip. trip. Yeah. So we get out there. We finally find the place. And we find the Bigfoot statue, and it's great. It was a great statue. But they also had made a, of wood. It was a, yeah, it was made of wood, and they had to remove a ceiling tile because he was so tall. By the way, you had to get your head through there. Poor placement. Poor placement for a Bigfoot statue. Yeah, it, that should be front and center. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of like outside of like the kids' playroom or some crap. It was a bar. Yeah. Oh well, kids <laughs> love bars. <laughs> if they have video games, but anyway. A fun little note about this this place in Salt Fork is on the first weekend of May every year they do a Bigfoot convention. Yeah. And they said that the Saturday of that first weekend is free. 
So Ryan and I will be there. You can guarantee this. We will May. be in Salt Fork, Ohio. And we will be reminding all the listeners, please come down and let's have like a big weird meetup and like just go crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a weird weekend. Yeah, that'd be fun. One for the books. So that was nice. We got a lot of bonus. We found a lot of bonus monsters on this uh, trip. Yeah. Bigfoot crops up a lot, actually. Bigfoot is definitely in more places in the country than you think. Yeah. So we kept hustling. Um, and we drove by, well, you know, like there was like sightings of Bigfoot in this state park apparently, but then we got to Ohio and we're like, cool. All right. So the deal with the Frogman is that in 1955, this, 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 uh, traveling salesman was driving and he saw while he was driving, like under a bridge, three, four foot frog people, um, Mm -hmm. or basically like frogs standing on their hind legs and, who knows what they were doing? Maybe they were just having a conversation. Um, but one of them noticed him looking, and it took out a wand, and sparks started to fly out the end of the wand. And this was the first sighting the of, frog of the frogman or frogmen, really? Well, yeah, or, or women? Frog women? Frog people? Frog really? people? It should be frog people, right? Um. So, uh, and then in 1972. There was a second sighting, which has been since been like, uh, you know, they like they, they hypothesize what it probably was. It probably wasn't actually the frog man, but it basically really? basically ruined a cop's life because he was part of he the, was a cop. <laughs> he was a cop. So you're thinking like respectable figure, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the community. And, right. and he's like, I saw the frog man, you know, and he's like, <laughs> I, and I was only a little man. drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that drunk. Anyway, it was a classic case of the fame of it ruined the dude's life. Yeah. Which is funny about, you hear that a lot with like alien sightings and stuff like that. A lot of people, it, that attention might be exciting at first, but it can just ruin you. Yeah. And that's what uh, happened to this guy. It ended up kind of ruining everything. But I, at some point, he suggested to the town council and such that we should be embracing the frogman. As like a local, um, like we can bring know, a in symbol, you know. Let's, like, let's bring in revenue. Let's sell the Frogman T-shirts. Yeah, let's make let's, a little statue. Let's make a little statue. Yeah. None, Nothing. None of that. Loveland's a beautiful little town. It's it cute. is. It's quaint as fuck, honestly. But, and but they have fucked this up royally. There yeah. is not a single Frogman reference. No. In the whole town. But, like, how cool would that be? If they, in the center of Loveland, Ohio, they had a statue of a frog with a wand. And at right. night, the tip of the I wand, guess. you know. Would shoot sparks. Shoot sparks or even even a light at the end. Yeah. Nothing. There were two breweries. Neither of the breweries had a, had a frogman beer. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, like, breweries are, like. What the hell? What they had? They had other uh, things about like a goat man sort of thing, like a devil sort of thing, and it's just like, dude, make it the Frogman. Unbelievable. And we even talked to him. We we're like, did you ever at one point make the Frogman beer? And he was like, no, we did not. No, maybe like, you should do this that. This whole town is resistant to it. Unbelievable. So it's a great little image. I love the frog guy, especially with the wand. It's so, ri- excuse me, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's beautiful. But they need to. They need to step it up because. Another thing we learned, some places really step it up, and some places... They don't step at all. Oh, no steps. Right. Zero steps. Right. And we're going to talk more about that as this goes on, because Ryan and I might have a project in the oh, works. Oh, yeah, baby. Because let's be honest, 
a lot of us were born in South Jersey, and there's a pretty big guy out here. A pretty and, big guy, and no one's doing nothing about it. That's right. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. All right. So that was day two. Um, day three is an example of a pretty big one. Okay. So day three, um, we we left Loveland, Ohio, and made our way towards Hopkinsville, Kentucky, for the Hopkinsville Goblins. Now we'll get to those in a second, because on our way we realized we were going to be driving through Louisville, Kentucky, and you know that we love baseball. Oh, yeah. The Louisville Sluggers. Number one World Series. <laughs> Number one World Series. <laughs> we pulled yeah, off the yeah, highway to check out the Louisville Slugger uh, Museum. What is it? Like, it's, it's like a, it's a factory and factory. factory. That's where they make the Louisville Slugger. And there's a g- gigantic... Uh, Louisville Slugger bat statue out uh, it makes it, like, front. It looks like it's like leaning against the building. Yeah. Dude, this place was hopping. It was nowhere else. Nowhere else in Louisville was hopping, but no. right outside the Louisville Slugger Museum. No, we had to shit. wait in line. We did wait in line. And if you want to go buy yourself a Louisville Slugger, you better have at least eighty bucks because <laughs> because I wanted to get one for my brother, and the full sizers were at least they were like from eighty up to like. Four hundred, five. I think it was crazy. Yeah, you get them engraved and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they got a real, they got a racket going on they over do. there. A but racket. It was, it was nice though. The tennis racket. Well, okay. Yeah, baseball. Yeah, it's also something. Sports stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was actually a nice little thing they had going on over there. The yeah, Louisville was, Slugger. It was very uh, clean. Right. That's maybe that's what I was yeah. thinking of. The cleanliness. But we saw a giant bat outside of the Louisville Slugger museum and then just a couple blocks away we saw another giant bat and this one was the nocturnal bat so there was a giant there's this amazing costume store called caulfields yeah in louisville so this is cool like so this would be good it just happened to be a couple blocks away from the louisville slugger museum and there was it's like a monster mask costume um store then they have like magic tricks there and sell like party shit but they had this really big um, big old big bat. old bat yeah. um, um on the side of the building and in the back of this this uh, shop they had what do they call it the well, dungeon the the women when we went in there we were like this place is great and she's like make sure you check out the dungeon it's three rooms over yeah and like go look at the dungeon and man it was just it was just amazing. It was like yeah. all this animatronic, like creepy, dark black light stuff. Like really, really nice. Right. Yeah. It was. It was pretty cool. So that was a fun little little addition to um to uh, Louisville. But the main point of of day three was to get to Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and this is a town that embraces the shit. They really do. out of their monster. All right, so the Hopkinsville Goblins are the center of the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter from 1955. Also from 1955, Loveland Frog. Oh, right. Frogman. Coincidence? I don't know. So in this, um, in this like small rural place in Kentucky, there were five adults, seven children who reported to the police that they were holding off for, for almost four hours, 12 to 15 short, dark figures aliens that were trying to get into their farmhouse right and, and they were with gunfire they were trying to ward off these these uh, little men right so that something you should know before you get too you know too concerned about all this is two of them at least were carnies okay that does so uh, you've <laughs> brought that up like a couple that, times things like that get 
things like that discredit stuff. But here's the thing. I it love was the, the carnies. It was the two visitors, by the way, that were the carnies. Right. And they they left. They like packed up and left early in the morning because they were like, they came back at 3.30 a.m. We're out of here. And they left and went off on their own. So the carnies were the smart ones. The carnies were the smart ones. Okay. The smarties. Smarty nice. carnies. Smarty carnies. I love it. Um, so anyway, these ended up being known as the Hopkinsville Goblins, but also the L- Little Green Men. Yeah. Um, this which, is where the little, this is where little li- green yeah. men comes from. <laughs> it is. And so this was like an inspiration on a young Steven Spielberg with, you know, what, Albert, what does Steven Spielberg have to do with aliens? Well, I don't know if you ever heard of E fucking T before. <laughs> I've heard of it. Or uh, <laughs> Close Encounters of the... Third kind. Third kind. Yeah. I know. I always get mixed up with the fourth kind movie, which uh, we talked about with Chase. Close Encounters of Third Kind. And Critters. And Critters, which is one of my favorite um, sci-fi but movies. guys, some of your favorites could have never happened if it wasn't for the Hopkinsville Goblins thing. And, you know, the goblin could throw you off. This is an alien, an alien. encounter here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they have a there's a Hopkinsville museum in the center of town. They have a whole little section of the museum dedicated to it, and then just a stone's throw away from a park in the in the um, adjacent town Kelly, there is a UFO. Yeah, they built like this uh, they cool built UFO. this great UFO um, that uh, I guess is the centerpiece of this annual festival they have. But they leave it up all year round. Yeah. So Albert and I. You know, we cracked some rolling rocks. Yeah. We took some pictures. Green, and green we men. just like hung out in this park with this giant UFO for, uh, we were there for like 40 minutes, I feel like. Yeah. It was awesome. It's it's just like, that's what we love to see. You know, it, We it, want a landmark. Yeah. It's something to go check out, something that makes the town special. I mean, and also they did a really nice job at the museum. They had a really nice section yeah. with, with artwork. Uh, like uh, that looks like what they saw with the Hopkinsville Goblin and they even had which they did not put up yet at the time but when we went to use the restroom Mm -hmm. they actually turned the men and women symbol you know how it's like usually just like a little white yeah we know what it looks like yeah (laughs) they made them into the the goblin uh, shapes which is really cute yeah but they're not on the door yet. But Maybe they will by be by the time by, yeah, the time by the time you go. You go. So um, we we got another bonus monster from the curator of the museum, the director of the museum, and uh, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, she was she was like, "You guys are on a monster tour. I love it. I love it. I love it." <laughs> and she's like, "You know, did you know that there's a, another monster nearby, and it's called the Beast." Of the land between the lakes. Wow, lots of prepositions. It's a, ma- it's a in mouthful. There. It yeah. is, and that's what I, I think because of that, it's why it's not more popular. But basically, right. we've we've got sort of like a werewolf type thing going on. Here. Sure. When she told us about that, we put in that you know location in our GPS, and we were like, "Holy shit!" We actually put a we booked a campsite. Yeah. that's right on that that water that that water that's yeah. part of it. I mean, it's a very big area, but. Um, so we got to go check that out too. So it was very extra spooky that night when we were camping. Yeah. So uh, we love getting bonus monsters, especially monster when it's ride. a werewolf. Yeah. Where anything, anything wolf related. So it's, oh. that was really cool. And and something worth mentioning about the beast of the land between the lakes is that you know it's it's the earliest version of it is a Native American story, which mm-hmm. is basically a skinwalker. Yeah. Um, and for those of you that don't know what that is, it's I mean. There are Native American tribes that really, truly believe that they're shamans and, and some of these people can become wolves 
uh, or or creatures, these monstrous creatures, and it's really more like a curse than anything else. And it and it is even passed down uh, in the bloodline. So, um, and they even have a uh, X Files episode about it. Oh, and, uh, But then in the uh, there was also a really uh, interesting little story about in the 1800s. They believe that a European settler to the land between the lakes. Um, had a disease that turned him mad after nightfall. Nice. Uh, and, and, you know, if you know anything about the word like lunatic and things like that, there are the, the people <clears throat> do believe that there's something that happens in, with, with the moon and all yeah. that. Yeah. The, and and our, uh, our campsite was like right there. And then in the next morning, we kind of like went on. It's a land, you know, I guess it's. They dance. So it's just an they, island. They, they tried though, to explain right? it. It's kind of like they, a long they piece. They dammed the water there. So it became. The land between It's something the lakes. about the damming of the lakes, which yeah. it was a little hard to understand. A hot dam. They did a great job. Beautiful. Lots of bugs in Kentucky. Oh my God. That that restroom had the our camp site. It was a terrifying amount the, of bugs. The most amount of dead bugs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and uh and also just as a side note, Kentucky was really beautiful. Yes. Surprisingly I if you were anything like us and you don't really have a concept of Kentucky. We were very refreshed with the beauty of Kentucky mm, the whole time. I'm totally rolling hills, lot, like the whole, a lot of greenery. Yeah, it was I just great. thought it would be flat and bare. I don't know. Yeah. So that was day three. On day four, we woke up and we were headed to Memphis, Tennessee, um, from Kentucky. Yes, that was our that was our endpoint for the day. But, but on the way there, we had a monster set up for Tennessee, and it's the Tennessee Wild Man. And this was an 1800s um, kind of lore. Um, actually, in part two, we'll bring this up, but we uh, it's, it was actually mentioned in the Bigfoot Museum in Georgia, which we'll get to in a, uh, next episode. But so this this was like a, a circus a circus guy had had captured this this sort of Sasquatch esque man and yes. um, caged him. And, and you can't a, contain him. You can't contain a wild man. And he was a circus freak. And then he he escaped and, you know, just was like running after ladies, trying to look up their skirts and things yeah, he, like that. They, they mentioned about how he loved ladies. Like <laughs> if a lady him. was around. Like love a, him, like I love a, him, I love him. They just love him. Like they just, <laughs> he would try. So, but, but like, man, no, 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 no. Doesn't love the men. Yeah. And so this was on McNary County, Tennessee. And uh, so that was our destination. So we, we got to McNary County and we got to the town where this the first sighting was. Um, and guys, there's just this nothing. Is, this is it the was skip. the worst. It was our worst. Day. It wasn't a bad day, but it was our worst kind yeah. of thing. There was there's was no real mar- fuck. There's no real markers for it. There was a we did pass a cool little like statue shop that had all of these sort of Tennessee wild man cutouts. And um, I mean, they were Bigfoot essentially, but um, Oh yeah. I was going to say know. what? <laughs> well, cause the Tennessee wild man's basically is, yeah, Bigfoot or skunk ape. But right. um, yeah. So just here's the thing, this trip, this, this 15 day trip, this was the one that if you would say was like the most upsetting, this, this would be it. But because the town didn't had had no no i mean the town just seemed dead in general like there was just nothing going on so we 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 couldn't find anything that nobody wanted to talk about the tennessee wild right no but luckily in memphis albert found a little ghost oh yeah so we did go to we we stayed in memphis that night beautiful little city 
and we found out about if you've ever if you ever go to Memphis and you're walking down Beale Street. I think this is like just off of Beale Street. We were kind of drunk at the time. But, <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a place called the. You said you were drunk. <laughs> you said you were so drunk you don't remember what the story is. I never said that. Anyway, it's absurd. Um, it was called uh, the, there's a place called the Orpheum Theater. And there is a story about Mary, the Memphis ghost of the Orpheum Theater. Long story short, it goes like this. That a little girl was hit by a trolley out front of the theater in 1921. And they say that since then, that weird things have happened in the theater, flickering lights, slamming doors. And what I really like about it is that they, they never sell the ticket for seat number C5. That it's is always a nice reserved touch. for Mary. Love that. You're taking a hit there, but the, yeah, the, the story little... behind it, though, is more valuable. But if they added one cent to every... I'm you know, sure they added one cent to everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, uh, anyway, even in Memphis, we found a little something-something. But we also had we had some great barbecue. Ooh, saw yeah, some great blues music. And Memphis is hopping, man. Memphis is just It's cool. Yeah. It's a great, great city. Yeah, and... Uh, you know, we did not get a slug burger, but that's okay. Yeah, we in one of those small towns we drove through, we saw that this place was selling slug burgers. Which was like a depression error type sandwich that they made by filling the meat with like... I don't know, like cornmeal or something. Or yeah, something. something. And, uh, but, and it's probably for the best. It's Yeah, but I do like the sound of a slug burger. I want burger. a slug burger. I know, I've been itching for one. Literally itching for one. Well, and we'll get more into the itching <laughs> when we get to the chicken part of the episode. So that was um that was day four. So day five, this was interesting. We um we decided to kind of change our route last minute, and we happened upon the Natchez Trace in Mississippi. Yeah. And the Natchez Trace, I mean, Albert, I think I was driving. You were doing a lot was, of the research, yeah. but it was like a 445-mile stretch of yeah. land, right? And it goes from like Mexico up to whatever 445 miles, miles from Mexico is. is. Up, up there. But, <laughs> but the Native Americans have been using it since as early as like 200, 200 BC. BC. And we even saw some Native American, um, those burial mounds. The mounds, yeah. These two those are really weird. big hills. Where they, they apparently they had had brought their ancestors' bones yeah. with them. Yeah, like from so uh, yeah, and a Native American burial mounds is, mound is something I've never heard of before until this trip. But basically, they were saying that like they would take um, like these tribes that were down in Mexico that were moving north, they would actually carry the bones of their. Uh, you know they're dead like with them and yeah. they were using a divining rod and like or this white dog it was really a lot of history definitely look it up yeah um but when when the rod pointed straight up they were like all right here's where, where we're settling and they would bury the bones in there and then as people died and you know the seasons go on like there's a lot of there's a lot of dead and really heavy spiritual stuff going on in there. It's pretty cool. In the mounds. Yeah, yeah. to see them and to, to know it's that old is really cool. Right. I mean, there aren't many things in America that you can attach BC to, but right. these mounds. Yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, this was a great example of that. Um, so anyway, this was not far off from the main reason that we went to the Natchez Trace, and that was to see this marker, this National Park marker, um, of the witch dance and it was this place where bef- uh, pre-1800s 
there was some folklore about witches having um like gathering, gathered having there like to have their sabbat like, there and they would be dancing and, and yeah like and we're like casting spells and jumping around and being crazy <laughs> creeps. being crazy creeps and uh apparently wh- everywhere that their feet touched the ground it would scorch the earth right and there would be these spots that would that, that grass stay could not scorched grow for even till now yeah and there was a lot of um there was a lot of um there was a lot of uh what's it called when you you're like superstition come on superstition about you shouldn't touch those spots yeah yeah but we looked and we we might have found a a scorch spot we might have it was also near a fire pit but no 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 no, 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 that's different (laughs) but we found the sign so anyway, like this wasn't um, necessarily like a big monster day, day five, but the this this witch dance location was really cool, and um, also the the uh, Native American burial mounds were were really fucking neat. Yeah, there's a lot of history on this thing that is now called the Natchez Trace Parkway, which essentially they've paved what has been what was like something that people used to just travel on and you know walk and then like horse-drawn carriages and all that stuff so you can like you can drive this parkway and uh, there's a lot of like spooky history around there yeah andrew jackson had even visited the witch dance location in uh during the war of 1812 and he writes about the burnt spots from the witch dances in his journals wow how about that yeah how about that how about that so that was our that was our day five, and Mississippi, oh, Mississippi was really lovely too. It was beautiful. So one thing that you, we should mention about that is when we ended up camping that night mm-hmm. in Mississippi, we went to a small town called Starkville. Yeah, and one of the coolest bars I've ever seen. It's called Dave's Dark Horse Tavern. If you ever find yourself in Stark Starkville, <laughs> Mississippi, yeah, it. It was fabulous. We It's the being, bar that you hope you stumble upon while yeah. while 2000 miles from home kind of thing. And if you're from South Philly, it, it had a pope vibe. Yeah. The the way that the bricks and the archways and stuff, it was fantastic and the pizza was super duper. Yeah, they had a pizza kind of thing there. Anyway, it was great. It was huge. It was like it was as far big. as you could see. It was I'm sure property's pretty cheap out there. In yeah, I think, so. I think so. Um, so when we woke up in Mississippi, uh, we and this is kind of where we're going to end this part. We made our way to New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana, and there were a couple of monsters um, that, that uh, are are from New Orleans that we wanted to check out, and one was the Loop Guru. Right. And the other was the Honey Island Swamp Monster. So um, our first day, we, we rolled up and uh, visited Albert's friend, Chelsea. Yes. And, uh, she let us crash at her house. And thank you so much, Chelsea. That was such, oh, thank that you was so, so much. nice. Uh, very nice. For letting us crash there. And um, we had uh, we had an hour or so before she was done work. So we were like, well, let's just go. Let's just pull up near, um, you know, down, down near... Uh, What's that street? What's French that street? Quarter? Yeah, the French Quarter, yeah. right. So they have like an open air market out there every day. And and so we were just, it was a tail end of, it was like, it was close at five. It was like 440. And we were like, well, let's just walk through real quick. And we ended up stumbling across this guy. Um, his name's Steven. And he, uh, check him out on Instagram or Facebook or whatever at Custom Gambler, all one word. It was such a great, um, like, fateful kind of meeting because we walk up to his stand and he's got all these beautiful uh, 
pictures of like m- like these cool monsters and he ghosts also and stuff. ghosts and stuff and what he what he also did apparently how he started his whole thing was he made um card decks like he would hand draw these card yeah. decks with like skeletons and all sorts of stuff and I, and I, you know if you know me i have a lot of i have a playing card collection and it, and he, it, what he did was beautiful so we found in his collection he had a luguru and a honey island swamp monster print that he did so we got a couple from him and we made friends with him and uh, it felt like a really good sign that we were in the right place yeah um after that i forget what happened what happened after that? <laughs> well um after that we just kind of like went out for some dinner and we ended up at this bar it was kind of like a punk rock that had the punk rock monster vibes that we were looking for yeah it had like bar redux people. yeah and they had you know we walk in and there's like some nosferatu shit and they're playing some punk and um christmas they, they had a t-shirt to our left as we walked in and it was Luke Guru. So we should probably, most people probably don't know who he is, but maybe you can kind of just give us some, some background on him. Right. Luke Guru was, uh, he's like a wolfman type, essentially. Essentially, right? yeah. I think his head is slightly bigger than your typical werewolf. Yeah, and his body's more of, human. That's right? one of the things about the Luke Guru. Like his head is large. But he's essentially like a, a Louisiana werewolf. Yeah. And, uh, you know, his name is, is, is uh, you know, your typical French name. Luguru, or sometimes Ruguru. Or sometimes Ruguru. And so we went, go into this bar, Bar Redux, and they have their, you know, whatever. They have a film festival every year, and on their shirt is the Luguru. And we're like, and well, that's perfect, and we're going to buy two of them. Yeah, but. but Chelsea bought them Before for us. we got the chance to, <laughs> Chelsea got them for us, which was super nice. So um, that was like a really, you know, we're all, the fact that we found Jekyll and Hyde in the beginning in Pittsburgh, and then we found this bar Redux. I mean, we're, we're, we're just, it's that road trip magic. We road keep on magic. stepping on them monster spots. Guys, yeah, and, and that's the thing about, like, this this trip, is it's been so rewarding in that way because, you know, when we were planning it, I remember thinking, like, you know, we've done road trips in the past, and, you know, road trips inspired this whole show in the beginning of it all, but, like, you know, you think America's beautiful. It's got all these these amazing places to check out. But when we were planning this out, we were kind of like expecting to be underwhelmed. I yeah. mean, at least I was. Sure. Well, there's no. It's not like you're going to national parks or like yeah. big monuments yeah. or anything. Like us, us hitting Pittsburgh and New Orleans and Memphis. Yeah, you know, Memphis. Yeah. We were thinking like, okay, well, if everything else is dull, it'll we'll have those. Yeah. Little things like this. It was amazing how often the those the legends kind of popped up and this was most one of the most rewarding road trips i've ever been on like yeah. i i was i was not bored mo- uh, more than ever on any <laughs> right. because at any stretch you know you never know what you're gonna go yeah fantastic folklore is what we saw out here fantastic folklore all Go-way. right so the next morning we woke up and um I uh, I really wanted to go on the actual Honey Island Swamp because I had read about this Honey Island Swamp oh, monster. monster. And so um, we booked a tour uh, where you kind of get taken out on a boat on uh, into the, the, the deep... Into I the bayou? Know, into the bayou. I mean, like, you just couldn't get into these spots otherwise, I don't yeah. think. And um, a lot of it focused around, like, seeing alligators and um, they eat... This was new for me. I mean, there's like swamp raccoons. Oh yeah, we pulled. Yeah, that up was it. unbelievable. We pulled up into this one spot where the, it's just you know it's just like vegetation all around and water. And the guy's like, 
I'm gonna call I'm gonna call the raccoons and he's like George yeah I was like what the George! hell is this guy doing <laughs> and you're thinking he's full of shit and then sure enough like these raccoons come up because I'm sure they're conditioned to being fed yeah um, but yes, but, and then they do, and and it was so cool. Swamp raccoons, who knew? Wow, and they were cool, man. They were cool, and uh, they were just bopping around on alligator heads. They're just jumping from one to the other. Yeah. And George Cooney is George what he Cooney was his name. One. One yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I did. We we went through the Honey Island Swamp part of this particular bayou, and. Um, and I did ask him, I was like, yeah. Hey, what can you tell us about the honey island swamp monster? And he was me like, that That's was the biggest bunch bullshit. of bullshit I <laughs> ever heard. And, uh, he's like, those, those guys had too much to drink. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. So he, cause I guess this was like a, a sighting from some guys who were fishing way out back and they, they saw a, this is, this is basically like a swamp Sasquatch yeah. sort of creature. Um, like a, like a skunk ape sort of thing. Yeah. But. That being said, in the gift shop of the Honey Island Swamp Tours, they had a whole page dedicated they did. to the they Honey had Island a page. Swamp Monster. Yeah, that was something. But I'll tell you what, that guy, that our our tour guide, he was amazing. Like, he was great. The fact yeah. that he didn't that he didn't want to believe in the uh, Honey Island Swamp Monster, it didn't even didn't even take away from how great he was. We got the guy. Yeah, we did get the guy. Um. So the the last little cool um. I guess like cool element of this part one of this monster road trip was uh, that night we went out. Got to go to Bourbon Wait, Street. Was that an helicopter? What is that? They're looking for us. Oh shit! What do we do? <laughs> um, we were walking around, you know, doing some drinking, and we were were we on Bourbon Street? Yes, we oh, were on. Well, we were on Bourbon Street because we, we wanted to check out Madame Laveau's, Laveau's House of Voodoo. Yeah. House of Voodoo, which it was kind of a letdown. You know, it's, it's we've very, been there it's before, popular. but. Yeah, it's kind of just like a... they're a little too busy for you right now. Yeah, so, <laughs> a little busy. But we went there because you got to, and then right outside, you, you know, guys got approached. Uh, yeah, Chelsea and I were standing there, and this couple comes up to us, and they're like, come here, come here, walk with us. I'm the kind of guy that isn't into strangers no, asking me to come walk with that's me. That's me. Like they, like <laughs> I was stuck still buying shot glasses, but if, if it was reverse, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? What do you got? I immediately was like, no, that's okay. <laughs> I said and that. they're like, no, 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 no. they're like, no, no, no seriously, something. come here. And I'm like, that's fine. They're like, listen, let's just walk with us. I'm like, all right, fuck. Oh my God. I just like hate everyone immediately. Yeah. And then they ended up being really nice and they were like, listen, above this bar, there is a secret bar and all you have to do is tell the bartender this secret phrase and you will get up there. There's only like four people up there. Yeah. It's super cool. It's like a contemporary speakeasy. You will thank us. Here's the password. Have fun. Right. And I was like, come on. And they're like, seriously, someone did this for us. So we just wanted to pass it along and do it for you. Pay it forward. And I was like, huh, a pay it forward. That's something that Albert would do. It's a theme it's something of the that trip. I would never do. <laughs> And um, and so we did. We went to this bar, and we the bartender asked us what we wanted to drink, and we gave them the password, and they immediately just ushered us through the there, back. And there was like a jazz club, uh, the jazz oh, band. Oh, there was like it was, it was packed. It was packed. There was a jazz band playing. Everyone was cheering, and we're just getting ushered through. We got to pay the ten bucks. Well, you you got to pay. And then we get play. upstairs, and it is this 
really cool, unique vampire, vampire witchy themed yeah, lounge. Yeah, broomsticks hanging from yeah. the it was and, beautiful. And uh Anyway, if you want to know the bar and if you want to know the password, password. you're going to New Orleans, New, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. <laughs> um, just email us. Don't be an idiot at gmail.com. We will hook you up, but we don't want to just throw it out there into the yeah, air. We, we got to pay too res- much. Yeah, we, we need to be like respecting this place a yeah. little bit. But um, it was really cool, and you got to hang out like on the second floor with that classic New New Orleans, um, like, yeah, like uh, with that like, the, like the, a wrought, uh, wrought iron, iron balcony, balcony yeah. and it was just beautiful. And and you know, no line at the bathroom, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. That's and they had nice. they had all like absinthe drinks and stuff. Yeah. So if you want to know, just let us know that you want to know. Yeah, and that's it. So there you go. So like that was, guys. That's a lot of monsters in just part one. You got the Frogman of Loveland. You've got Bigfoot of Salt Fork. You've got the Hopkinsville Goblins. You've got the Beast of the Land Between the Lakes. You've got the Tennessee Wildman. You've got Mary, the Ghost of the Orpheum. You've got the Witch Dance, the Lucaroo, Honey Island Swamp Monster. That's more monsters. That's nine monsters That's nine. in seven days. Hot what do damn. you want? What else do you How want much from do you us? Want? <laughs> we <It's> all <laughs> like blood. <laughs> so cool. So. Um, we hope that you, uh, yeah, hopefully some of you will be inspired to like check out some of these spots or even, even do this road trip, but we will gladly hook you up with our, all the details of our itinerary if you want. And, uh, and then next time we're gonna do part two. Yeah. And listen, really guys, you know, like the the monster road trip is the way to see America. (laughs) I mean, we've seen America. We've seen it. And now we see it. We see it a whole with, tr- with new eyes, <laughs> true sight, true sight of the third eye. <laughs> That's right. All right, everybody. But well, thanks for you know. Look, hopefully you like it. Thanks for following along, and uh, you know, I'll meet you in the pineal gland. <laughs> and we got some good shit for you next time. Yes, we do. Oh my god. Well, until next time, um, do, do be, be a, a monster. monster.